What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of On the Field. And as you know, this week's marquee matchup is one that the entire nation is getting ready to watch. It's going to be Georgia versus Tennessee, number one in the AP poll versus number one in the CFP poll. But as a matter of fact, we're going to save that one for last. So let's go ahead and start with South Carolina and Vandy. Yeah, South Carolina lost to Missouri last week. It was a heart. It was a heartbreaking game for the ranked South Carolina game Gamecocks. But uh, <laughs> they uh, they take on Vanderbilt, who they've been pretty successful. They've won the last 12, 13 matchups. I forgot which, but they last lost in two thousand eight. So two thousand eight to 2020, 2022, whatever. I don't even know. But um, I assume South Carolina is going to win this. I'm going to take uh, Gamecocks 34-17. It's going to be a closer game for the first half, but in the second half, South Carolina is going to eventually pull away and prove they're the better team. Math, math is hard. Beating Vanderbilt is not. South Carolina win this game by 17, maybe, maybe 14. We'll see. I feel like this game is going to be closer than people are anticipating, considering it's a night game for Vandy and they're coming off of a few losses. Right, I still bro, got. I'm gonna just say. I'm gonna just say this one thing. Night game. The fact that it's a night game favors South Carolina more than Vanderbilt. I disagree. I mean, I know that this, I, I, South Carolina is undefeated at night. And all I'm saying is, you're like, the point is, you're like two and zero, and that statistic doesn't have much value. But at the same time, I still, I still have South Carolina winning around seventeen to fourteen, low scoring game. Well, the thing that helps Vanderbilt out is, you know, Nashville late at night on a Saturday night. You might have a bunch of drunk people on Broadway that might want to go watch a football game. Why not? Actual, probably not Vandy. Yeah, so I'm gonna so, take Vandy by ten. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take Vandy yeah. by seven. I, I, I want what you're smoking, Jason. Carolina. Spencer Spencer uh, Rattler realizes Spencer Rattler realizes he uh, has something to prove and throws three interceptions. <laughs> I still so I, <laughs> so I still have South Carolina winning, but I think it's less than ten point game. I think Vanderbilt shows up and. I mean, like Jason and Dane said, I think that, yeah, I mean, there's a potential upset with Vanderbilt over South Carolina. South Carolina's been unimpressive. And with Rattler behind at quarterback, you just, you never also, know what's going to happen. I uh, would with like that team. to point out Mike Wright is finally the starter again. I'm almost 100% sure he is. All so right. it's right. Mike Wright season. Quarterbacks right, next, have a better touchdown right, to interception right, ratio. All right, next game, Auburn and Mississippi State. Oh, I love Mike Wright. Honestly, I think this is a closer game than people have expected. I honestly think that uh, Mississippi State's been a little overrated, and I know, I know, Miss, I, I picked them to go eight and four. I know they're going to go eight and four. I know they're going to win this game, but I, think, I got it being a lot closer than they than like people expect. I got this being like, I feel like this uh, game is so going to be one score. I feel one like score. this game is going to be an almost blowout because there's a few things that need to be taken into I, account. I First feel off, like I feel like Robbie Ashford has played pretty underrated football lately, and his team's kind of sucked. But like, well, now, if you look at what Auburn's his dealing head with, head coach is First, gone. I think he's gonna have a decent game. I think he's gonna do. I think he, they're gonna lose, but I think it's gonna be a closer game than people expect. I'm gonna take uh, Mississippi State thirty-one to twenty-four. There's a few things to take into account for this game. Namely, Harson has now been fired. And typically, a first game with an interim coach does not. And what better way to start it off than playing Mississippi State, who is a home-only team 
at 7.30 with all the cowbells ringing. So considering they're coming off of a couple oh, yeah, it's at Mississippi really State. bad losses. Yeah, I I, I'll, ta- I, I'll change up. my pick. I, I didn't know it was at Mississippi State. They're like a completely different team at home. Uh, give me Mississippi State 42 to 21. Yeah, Mississippi, State, Mississippi State scoring just a bit less around 38 yeah. to uh I would say around a 38 to 20 win. Auburn's going to put up points, but ultimately that offense and Will yeah. Rogers and Mike Leach I, will go yeah. off. I mean, I don't know why, but Mississippi State just calls more run plays at home. And when they run the ball more, they're a better offense. So I think they'll win this game pretty easily. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to take – go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually – well – I can't even make a choice on this one because I lost a bet. I'm going to take Mississippi State by 17 points. That's all it is. Everybody yeah, made their – Auburn has take been... Mississippi State by um, – and the score is going to be 24 to 35. Mississippi State's going to win. Yeah, Auburn's unimpressive. And just w- because you have a dismissal with Brian Harson doesn't mean that the team's going to be rejuvenated – to, you know, go and upset Mississippi State, they're still the same team and roster, and the playmaking ability is not going to change in, in one week. Uh, another pro for taking Mississippi State is they are coming fresh off of bye week from losing to Alabama a couple weeks ago. I think that they're going to be ready to get a win. Late night game, the Cowbells are going to be going. So I'm taking Mississippi State by 17 here. All right. Y'all ready for the next game? Yes. All right, Liberty and Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas wait. by Get, seventeen. Wait, who's the teams again? Arkansas and who? Liberty. 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 Wasn't Liberty ranked? They're ranked twenty-five. Well, yeah, they're seven and one. Liberty is a very good team. They, they've had a. They, hey, they they have a pretty good defense, but uh, I'm gonna say this ultimately. I think uh, Arkansas wins this game. Ar- this this is the healthiest Arkansas has been all season. They have a thousand yard rusher, the leading rusher in the SEC, and I think uh, I think Arkansas ultimately wins this game. But I don't think it's going to be as like far as they say. We have to keep in mind this team actually kept up and held Wake Forest's offense, which is a pretty top tier offense. They held them uh, pretty well compared to like what they usually are. They barely lost thirty six thirty seven. But uh, they kept it close, so I'm gonna say they keep it close here. I'm gonna say it's a uh, 42 to 35 uh, Arkansas win. Starting off actually with Liberty here, if you want to look at their team, I'll be honest. They even though they're only 25, they actually look halfway decent. I mean, they kept up with um Wake Forest, and I do think they lost the game, but. It was yeah they did, but it was an incredibly close game. They were able to put up nearly forty points against a actually pretty decent Wake Forest Uh, passing defense, and considering Arkansas led up around thirty something to BYU, even though they did score fifty, I wouldn't be surprised to see a high scoring shootout between these two teams. However, considering the fact that this is a game that KJ Wright, I mean KJ, um, KJ Jefferson needs to win. I could, I very well see this going in Arkansas's favor. It's a home game. It's 4 p.m. I mean, it's going to be a pretty packed stadium, and they're coming off of a good win. So I got Arkansas winning by maybe just a touchdown. I'd say like 38 to 31. 
I like it. I, I just think Arkansas's defense is garbage. That's garbage. true. The injuries. The injuries they've had to that defense is just awful. I will say Liberty played a BYU last week and beat them by a larger margin than Arkansas. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give Liberty this win by three. So I, I feel like it depends how much Arkansas prepares for Liberty. I think if they, you know, underprepare, then, you know, it's Liberty's to take. But if they prepare the right way and Pittman has his guys, then I think Arkansas will win. I do think it will be a close game. Liberty's not a team to, you know, overshow and look look over by no means uh, based on their performances against, you know, Wake Forest and BYU. I just think that Arkansas is the offensively better team. And with that conference play, I think that's crucial. So I'm going to take Arkansas by six. All right. Anybody else left before I make my prediction? Burr's going to ring the upset bell. I know he is. No, Arkansas is mid. I'm taking Liberty by Liberty. 13. Liberty no, I know. I, no Liberty's not favored. That's what I meant. It's not an upset for me, baby. It can't be an upset if the team Well, Arkansas's favored by 14. Arkansas's literally favored by 14. It is legitimately <laughs> yeah, an upset. Yeah, but I've already seen really an upset on either side. And Liberty's a ranked team. Arkansas is not. Arkansas is coming off of <laughs> yeah, I know impressive wins. All right, this is. I would say either way, it's not an upset. Exactly. So let's go ahead and move on to the next game: Florida at Texas A and M. Uh, Texas A and M. They've been on a really tough losing streak. They've lost every game close, like lately. But this is a team they should beat. Florida's not really that good defensively. They're not really that good offensively. But they they're decent when it comes to like, uh, when it comes to late in the game, they actually step up as a team and like try, which is something Florida does the exact opposite of, and I'm sure we can all like agree with that. Florida unfortunately has a four win streak against Texas A&M that makes it completely different. I'm pretty sure it's four win streak. Is it, uh, Jaron? I don't no, know for sure. Or, a and uh, M A and M won a few years ago. Uh, whatever. Okay, so I think AM wins this game. I think they win this game close, but they're they're trying everything they can to be bowl eligible. I think uh Connor Wig- uh Wigman is that guy. I I'm think glad you uh, cut yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wigman is that guy and he's pretty but uh Afchain's gonna have a monster game. Expect expect that. What did you just game. call him? A chain. Uh, I chain. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I, I should do. Whatever, bro. Okay. All right, come on. We so, got we got a deep slate. Everybody got to speed through these. We got all right, bet. All right. A&M's going crazy. A&M's winning this game by two scores. Give me A&M by 10. 42 to – oh, wait, no, not 42. What? My bad in my southern accent. Here's all right, a, bro, hurry, 35, Jackson, hurry 35 to 20, 35 to 24. Okay, 35 to 24 A&M. Okay, after uh, Jackson's uh, seven-page uh, essay on what Texas A&M will win this game, here's the bottom line. Texas A&M is coming off of four losses, three of which were within a touchdown against Alabama, South Carolina, and Ole Miss. They've had a lot of what-if games. But ultimately, I feel like this is going to be the game they actually win because Jimbo's mad, the team is mad, and they're finally playing a team that's not great at home. 
I got Texas A&M winning this by 10 points. I got uh, Texas A&M Texas. putting this one away by 17 points. I know that's going to sound crazy, but they just found their quarterback one. They have a good, a good wide receiver core. Their defense should be able to kind of step up this week. It's another home game. Then you're right. Jimbo is mad after all those one score losses. All right. Uh, Texan needs to win this game to be bowl eligible. Um, but I think Florida is going to run all over them. Give me the Gators by three. So I definitely don't see the Gators winning by three touchdowns, but I do see a very underwhelming Texas A&M team. I do see a very underwhelming Florida team, and both of them are going to be fighting for bowl eligibility as we get closer to the end of the year. I just don't think A&M is strong enough, and I think that Florida knows what they have to do as well. And after losing to Georgia and LSU, I think that they're going to show up and show out. And I see Anthony Richardson and Trevor Etienne laying the charge and winning by two scores. And you're going to see the defense uh, show up better than they have up to this point this year. Not so fast, Midget. Texas A&M's winning, and they're going to knock Florida out of bowl eligibility. Because Texas A&M's going to set up the domino effect for Vandy to come clean up later. I got Texas A&M by 13. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the next pick. We've got uh, the University of Missouri and Kentucky University. Who y'all got? Kentucky. I think I think in an upset no, 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 fashion. Let, let 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 me get the upset bell ringing. Jason, do you have that bell on you, bro? Dog, you because know how many like, technical difficulties I've had in the past twenty minutes. You think I got the bell? I don't even. I, yeah, yeah, probably not. But uh, let, let me tell you something. Missouri's winning this game. Missouri, Missouri's hot off of a win at South uh, at South Carolina. In Como, they play in Como. In Como, let's be honest. Missouri's winning this game by I'm gonna say 10, 24 to fourteen. Missouri. I'll be real with y'all. Twenty four is one. Twenty four to fourteen. Missouri. I'll be real with y'all. If you asked me this question two days ago on who yeah, would Kentucky win this game, by one. we tried to guaranteed. I probably say Kentucky. Yet, after giving a bit more time to think about this, I think this is going to be the ultimate game that basically says to the public, or really the analyst, because the public knows the answer here, that Will Levis is not a first-round QB. Kentucky is not a ranked team. They're a mid-university this year in football. Missouri is winning this game, even though it's a morning Making game. Making bowl eligibility. And getting yes. bowl eligibility. Exactly. 100% agree with you, Jack. You realize they're four and four. They can't get bowl. They they play they play uh the they play New Mexico State. Okay, we assume that's a win. It could not be. Besides that, they play well, uh, oh, Tennessee and Arkansas. You Mexico think they're winning those team. games? Uh, yeah. We don't need to talk about they their could upcoming beat schedule. We got we got two games of the years coming up to talk about. Ooh. All right, we haven't even what? got the. Jared, Auburn. have you made your take oh, on yeah, Missouri and uh, Kentucky up? No, I can real quick. Go ahead. Easy, simple. Missouri by ten. Yep, Missouri by seven. Yes, Jaron Jer- hot takes, bro. I guess I'm going to ride with Kentucky. Yep, probably. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to LSU and Alabama. The spread is Alabama by thirteen and a half. Here's Alabama's the thing. Gonna win by by 27. Here's the thing. That that LSU ranking 
deceiving. They are not the tenth team in the country. They're not even the fifteenth in the country. Close. They're around the twenty to twenty-five range. And even then, that far back. this is a game that Alabama will not only win; they will win by twenty. I am being dead serious when I say that. UT handled LSU on the road, and I think that Alabama will do just the same. LSU is not a good team. They're a well. I take that back. It depends on what you define as a good team. It's a night but game the point is, they're not a ten-ranked team. They yeah. made that ranking. In my opinion, they made that ranking to make this game look more like interesting to watch. But in reality, Alabama is going to whoop. Them. I think they win by twenty. I think Jalen Daniels has a great game, but I think they still lose. I think this will be a closer game. No, I'm joking. Bama's going to win this game by thirty. Bama's going to win this game by thirty. Give me, give me Bama forty-two. To seventeen, go no. I take that back. Forty nine to seventeen. Jackson spitting. Com- I feel confident in Brown this game. Spitting facts. All right, LSU not number ten, but they're also not just a walkover. Yes, they are. Oh, Death Valley. Death Valley at night. Tennessee literally me- dogged on them. By by like forty. Give me thirteen oh. with a late garb with a late garbage time touchdown from LSU. Fair enough. I'll take it. So so is it my turn? Just want to yes. make sure everybody's went get out of your hole and speak. I have not went. Would you like to go last? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll save the best for last. We gotta let Jason go last. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this is being set up for a massive game. I agree with everyone's take as LSU improperly ranked. I just – that is way too high. I, have they been good, you know, as of late? Yes. But the 10th team in the country, uh, that's a little too much. But nonetheless, it's a not game in Baton Rouge. And y'all know – that when it is a night game, it is the loudest, one of the loudest stadiums in college football. As much as I don't think Brian Kelly is a great coach and Jaden Daniels, I think that they're going to show up in this game. I think the LSU is going to play good. I don't think it's going to be enough, though, because guess what? Nick Saban's going to be Nick Saban and Bryce Young is going to be Bryce Young. So with that being said, I got Alabama by 10. Give me Alabama by 16 on this one. I agree. I don't think Brian Kelly is that good of a coach, but I think Jane Daniel is going to do good. But along with this being a night game in Death Valley, that's going to help him tremendously. The rank is definitely wrong for LSU, but just do that it's a night game. It's going to be a lot closer than it should be. All right. You know what? I might have played the bail a little prematurely, but it still sits. It's Death Valley at night. Bama, for some reason, can't handle away games with sold-out crowds with fans that are passionate. Bro. Give me LSU by seven. I swear to God. Well, wait, wait, wait. Jason, what, Jason. what other Give game besides LSU the UT seven. game, which Did they me? only lost by a last-second field goal, has Alabama struggled with on the road? A and M was in college. Every sold-out game, or was it at well, home last year? Every, they, they, they played without they played their starting whole, QB. They played out their home, entire offense. They played without their starting oh, yeah, they with had mid receivers. 
Yeah, no, still LSU. That quarterback, seven. Bryce Young, is bro, him, and that bro, is bro is smoking. LSU bus up. That's insane. Can, can we suspend Go Jason Tigers. for smoking crack You can't suspend the, the suspender. You can't suspend <laughs> you're the already, suspender. You're I feel like the exception. All right. I mean, come on. Can I but, can I make one last comment though? Mm-hmm. And then we're going on to the last ma- the last meeting. Alabama only won by six points last year, and it was in Alabama. <laughs> And I don't think that LSU team was as good as it is this year. I don't know. So I mean, and that Bama team last year had receivers, and say he's you know making an overall bad take. You're talking to someone I took Alabama, but I want to sleep on LSU in this game. It's always an robbery. There's one other thing that I feel like y'all need to take into consideration. Nick Saban is him. Nah. Alabama (laughs) is coming off – well, that too. But Alabama is coming off of a bye week. Oh, yes, bro. Adding on to the fact they got a week of rest. They got a week of practice to prepare for this game. And if I were Nick Saban, one loss and you are not making the college um, football playoff. And frankly, this could be a little bit of a theory going, but I was questioning why would LSU be ranked 10? Well, it, it's a little, you know, coincidental that the very first um, time that Alabama is playing LSU, they're ranked 10, the highest they've ever been. Don't you think that a 10 winning big against a 10th ranked team would potentially move you into the top four should somebody slip up? Could be a reason no. to get Alabama into the playoff. But it's a working theory and also it's not probably not true, but. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the marquee matchup because I just had a stroke listening to that. Sorry, Luke. All right. Dude, you literally said LSU winning. I had a stroke listening to that. You had a stroke, Mickey Mouse? All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to Tennessee at Georgia. I'm going to go ahead and mute my mic. Go ahead, people. Okay, let's be honest. Tennessee's winning this game by two scores. It might be in Georgia. It might be versus Georgia. It might be versus Georgia at Georgia. I am so confident that Tennessee is winning the national championship. That, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. They're the next uh, 2019 LSU in every single way. They they remind me so much of this, and this reminds me of that Bama uh, LSU game of that year where Bama almost won. Sam Bennett is that Tua Tagovailoa. So instead of one score victory, I got Tennessee by two scores. Give me Tennessee. I said 31 to 21 to begin with. I take that back. Give me Tennessee 42 to 28. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need a minute to explain this here, explain my case, because it's probably not going to be the most popular one. So first off, I'm going to admit the rankings do not do justice for this game. Georgia is the second best team in the country. This is the two best teams battling for the number one. And I'm going to be real. Tennessee has the 83rd ranked defense in the country. And they are playing in arguably one of the most difficult stadiums in the SEC. On top of that, Georgia is a basically all-around fantastic team where there are few weaknesses. And even though Tennessee's offense, I believe, is the best in the country, Georgia is a bit more versatile and has the home field advantage. And to sum it up, there's a person on Georgia 
who I do not think that anybody has talked about this season, even though he's actually doing pretty good. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. His name is Stenson Bennett. And I feel like this is going to be this the game that reestablishes himself into, you know, just talk because nobody likes nobody really talks about him. George is one of the best teams in the country, and yet I barely hear anything about the guy. And with this game, I feel like George is going to prove a point that they deserve that number one ranking over Tennessee. But I will say it is because they're at home. If this was at Nayland, I'd be taking Tennessee. Give me Georgia by 10. On some crack. Tennessee's 83rd defense. Actually, they haven't been able they're to the stop 26th. That's they're literally not, ranked 26 on defense. That's I don't yeah. believe that's true. 26 and point uh, 26 and scoring defense. Game, Oh yeah, scoring defense. Yeah, yeah, 20, that's no. Also, in terms of overall ranked defense, they are eighty third, and that is not yeah, great. Uh, and on top of that, they are playing away. Like I said, if this was at Tennessee, I'd be flipping with you guys, and I'd say Tennessee would probably win by fourteen. But it is strictly the fact that home, and I don't think people give that stadium enough credit. Those fans are going to be rowdy. For I that mean, game. Tennessee's defense has looked pretty great lately. I mean. So, I mean, they gave 51 at home to Alabama, but I mean, what all now? So I'll kind of, I think. Are we giving credit to Kentucky uh, now? I mean, Kentucky. I'm just saying they they did good offenses as well. Not not Alabama, but like. That's fair. They don't have a bad defense. I'm just saying they don't have a great one. Okay. I'm going to break it up between both y'all and kind of explain this. The, The point that Luke is making is. Tennessee has been a bend, do not break type of defense based on being the 26th scoring defense and the 83rd defense. They're giving up plays, letting them probably in their territory, but they're not giving up anything. So that is impressive in itself. But here's the thing we got to think about. This is Georgia's biggest game that they've had at home up to this point this season because when they were playing Oregon, they were at Mercedes. Biggest game Georgia has had at home ever. Yeah, I mean, ever. So, if you don't think that Georgia's fan base is going to show up and show out, you're sadly mistaken. Georgia's fan base is going to be ready. It's going to be packed. It's going to be red all over the place. Do I think that Tennessee is playing out of their mind right now and is, beyond a doubt, a top three team in the nation? I do. First, right now, I do think that Georgia holds the advantage them being at home, and this is a type of game that I would agree with Luke that Stetson Bennett shows up. He shows up in critical moments, just like we saw when Florida and Georgia were playing this past week. Florida got within one possession of Georgia, and did we see what Stetson Bennett did? He was the QB1 and then created a 22-point deficit ball game. So with that being said, Tennessee is still on track to make the playoffs. I would still say that even with a loss, they will make the college football playoff. But I have Georgia in a close one by six. Great prediction. Does anybody step in here? One of y'all two. I'm going last as usual. Come on, boys. Get out of your holes. Uh, 
winner is going to be decided who can run the football right. better. You just sound like you just woke up, but yeah, I completely agree. This is the poor old game Georgia. of the year poor, we're talking about. Poor old Georgia's Georgia got no definitely. shot, right? Continue. Rat poison tasting. Yeah, bro, you lose it. Okay, yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. What Jason has to say uh, about this. Georgia style. definitely has. Go ahead, Jason has to say about this. I got, I got eight minutes to make Georgia a definitely Come on. has the, All right. Georgia definitely has the better defense here. Hayden Hooker is a great player. But I, obviously, he'll play good, put up amazing stats, but it's all that he can get it done. Definitely, like Rush said, it's going to come down to who can run the ball better. Score prediction? Uh, honestly, I don't even know if it's going to be high scoring. It'll be tight. That's all I know. I don't even know if it'll be high scoring game. All right. I want to make sure everybody can hear me loud and clear when I say this. All right. Everyone says that Tennessee's defense let up 49 points to Bama. All right. There's one difference between Georgia and Bama. Bama has a mobile and elusive quarterback. Bama has an elusive and mobile quarterback. Stetson's an accurate one there too. Stetson's not going to be able to escape. Like he'll be able to escape some pressures from Tennessee's linebackers because the D line gets through, but not most of the time. It's mainly linebacker blitzes. He won't get through as many. He'll get through some, and he'll take some valuable sacks that are going to end up hurting him in the long run. <clears throat> Everybody's saying that this is Georgia's biggest game of the year, and the fans are going to show out, and they're going to be making a lot of noise. Like, like Tennessee didn't play in everybody's right against Alabama at home, play, not away. Hold on, play, or they didn't go play against a sold out, or if they didn't go play against the sold out LSU, it will be louder. Tennessee does not need to be though. ranked number one strictly because, yes, it's very deceiving. Tennessee deserves to be two, and Georgia has proved themselves as the number one team of this country. Georgia has a more built team. Tennessee only has an offense and a front seven on defense, no secondary. With that being said, Rush's take of who can run the ball better will not come into play. It's going to be who can pass better. Yes, it will. Because the front no, seven for both of these always, teams are absolutely it's insane. Always about the run. So, always with that being said, I'm taking Georgia by three. Okay, you guys are all smoky. I will say, for the point of the um, elusive quarterback, for what um, Bama has, for what Georgia lacks in elusiveness, they make up for an O-line. Because that front five, I mean, I I don't really need to explain myself on how impressive that offensive line has been. That is a way better offensive line than Bama, in my opinion. I mean, a matter, matter of fact, I would say that's nearly objective. Did I say Georgia by three? Yeah. I'm sorry. I meant Tennessee by seven. Nobody on that secondary is stopping Jalen Hyatt and Hendon Hooker. And nobody on that front seven stopping Don't Hendon forget Hooker Cedric Tillman. Don't forget Cedric Tillman. You can't double team every wide receiver right there. You really hey, can't. Hey, Jason, Keely Ringo Jason, is going yards? to lock up Hyatt, though. I will tell you that. Keely Ringo has been garbage this season. No, he hasn't. How many yards Hyatt yeah. had in the Yes, he has. Hyatt was also not even a top three last year. He wasn't starting. He's also developed. 
I will say as a side comment, everybody needs to get rid of the, oh, but what about Cedric Tillman? No, Jalen Hyatt's the number one wide receiver on Tennessee. Hey, I, I don't Jackson, care. Keeley has played pretty darn good this year. He, he literally allowed uh, like 60 yards last week to Florida and literally yeah, got benched. He, he got benched. He so I have a question, Rush. He missed, he missed time to jump on one play. Bro, he got benched. Literally, Kirby said it in the press what is, conference. What is, what is the injury report looking like for Georgia? Because it was pretty bad last week. Uh, Nolan Smith, done for the season. Jalen Carter, full go. Smile Mondin, full go. Um, Kendall Milton, probably not going to go. Uh, A.D. Mitchell, probably not going to go. Uh, I think that's about it. So yeah, I, I, just, I feel like that's going to play a crucial part in this game as well as who has the most healthy team. Uh, also, so. I would like to say Khalid Ringo versus top wide receivers has not been good at all. I mean, look at what he did versus Missouri. He got toasted. Look what he did even versus Florida. He got toasted, and they got a mid wide receiver. Xavier Henderson smoked. Yeah, Keely did not get the reason Keely Ringo is relevant Actually, is did. because of the pick six in the Natty last year. Prove me wrong. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He is not a first round pick, and he will prove yo, that this game. Yo, he is not a first round either. prospect. Yo, funny. You know he, what? Is, he is not even the best corner on Georgia, and I'll stand by that. Actually, what? He's not even Factual. the best corner on Georgia. Best tackling corner, but he's the best coverage corner. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. You know what? Based on the injuries I'm hearing, based on the hop I'm hearing, you know what? Screw it. Tennessee by seven. I'm going with Jaren, we You know turned, what? I believe in the UT hop. Go big orange. Let's go. We've turned him from the dark side, bro. The hype I'm train keeps it. rolling. Call just me a Tennessee of, recruit because ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving <laughs> I will say just to kind of wrap this up, and I feel like we can all agree on this. Whoever wins this game most likely is winning the whole thing. They're probably winning the championship. Oh, like I know that's I think that this is deciding who is going to be our champion for the season. I don't think this is going to be the last time we see Georgia versus Tennessee. I was about to say it's very likely that we see another Georgia-Tennessee matchup. This game is giving me Rose Bowl, Georgia, Oklahoma vibes. That like high scoring back and forth, but you still see defensive interceptions and yeah. fumbles just all around a beautiful football game like this. What, what if Tennessee's defense decides to actually show up for once? Stetson Bennett. What, what, can't what if make... Georgia? What if Georgia actually plays good? Yeah, neither of those things are going mean, to happen. Those are Georgia. Might, Georgia will probably still play good, and Stetson Bennett will probably still play good. But you think about it: is Stetson did have two interceptions against Florida, and Florida's defense yeah, has been below subpar. This is legitimately I will make this known. I will make this known right now. There is nobody on Tennessee's defense that is going to stop Darnell Washington. Nobody or at Brock, all. Or Brock Bowers. Let, let me tell you something. Darnell Washington, no matter what, I I still think he's a freak of nature, and Georgia is still underusing him. Still to this day, factual, factual statement. I Dude, think they got a line. He will up. be a large part of the game. Plan there is no, no way individual. you cannot like put line up this man at like wide receiver someplace. You have to, man. He, he's just outside like, so, receiver. He's taller than every uh, DB. Dude, just he, back he, shoulder. They, they did. They they did last week. He didn't he get like a huge touchdown or something like that? 
Or the oh, he had a, big plays. He had a big play. All right, boys. Yeah, well, y'all have heard our takes. Uh, as y'all know, the game is tomorrow, so we will have the template coming out. So thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate that. And uh, as everything, make sure you check out our sponsors at Pro U Sports. Keep up with your favorite college's athletic alumni as they are in the league right now. It'll help you out with fantasy. Trust me, it's been helping me out a lot. And we're still working on SeatGeek. I sent all the paperwork to them. They said that they were going to approve it, and that was last week and still not approved because I went to go buy some tickets the other day for a concert, and it said code not accepted. So that's just how it's going to be. So uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew. No rat poison.